welcome to the Rethink Leadership podcast, available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you prefer to watch. My name is Jeremy Blaine, CEO of Performance Works International, Executive Director of the Transformational Leadership Acceleration Institute, and Managing Partner of Diversity Talent. My aim is to bring insights from leaders, experts, and highly talented professionals from around the world. Insights, stories, and advice from the front lines of modern leadership to engage, inspire, and mobilize progress back in the workplace. Every episode is a learning opportunity for us all. The Rethink Leadership podcast also supports charities around the world. Each episode is made of a cause chosen by my guests, and to date, I'm proud to say we've supported over 60 global and local great causes. Hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rethink Leadership podcast with my guest Brenda Episcopo, the CEO of the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York. With a track record of developing innovative initiatives and community outreach programs, Brenda possesses a history of directing non-profit agencies with a focus on growth, engagement and collaboration for the advancement of that agency. How? By implementing strategic approaches to time-tested business principles, Brenda's been able to leverage increased funding while winning engagement among employees and volunteers everywhere she goes. Brenda's also a champion of diversity, equity and inclusion in the workplace, in particularly gender diversity, as she continues to inspire, excite and lead as a CEO and support young girls in achieving big dreams within the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York. In fact, we've made a donation to this fantastic organisation as a thank you to Brenda for joining us. This episode is therefore proudly in aid of the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York. During our conversation, we uncover the importance of supercharging gender diversity and other diversity lenses in the workplace, the benefits it brings, and how this will inspire our next generation as they see possibilities opening up before their eyes. Brenda tells us more about the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York and provides tips and tricks for success. Brenda, thanks so much for joining me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, your amazing role as the CEO of the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York, and maybe something about yourself that not many people know. Well, my name is Brenda Episcopo. I've been in leadership of community-serving organizations for more than 20 years. I'm a locally known public speaker, and I'm an avid outdoors person lover of all things nature and wildlife. Fantastic. And what about your role as CEO then of the Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York? Just tell me a little bit about that. Well, as the CEO of Girl Scouts of Northeastern New York, I have a unique job in front of me. I came to this role during the pandemic. So I'm a pandemic job changer. And I have a propensity for taking organizations that are at the height of challenge and transforming them into high-performing organizations. This will be my fourth organization that I'm working to transform to more solid financial footing, increasing the reach of the people that we serve, and engaging our stakeholders to make sure that the work that I do while I'm here is sustainable well into the future. So coming into a Girl Scouting organization during the pandemic, was an interesting challenge. Being on lockdown means not a lot of people were joining Girl Scouting. And we reached the lowest membership and the biggest drop in membership in our history 
at the height of the pandemic. And I started on February 1st, 2021. So this is exciting for me because I've done this before. I have a roadmap for how to do this with organizations and we are well on our way now. So no doubt you're known as Brenda the Fixer then, is it? (laughs) Well, I could be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) At summer camp, we have names that we go by and my camp name is B, as in pollinator, as in spreading all the good ideas from all the great uh, flowers among us. Wow, I love that. What a what a great what a great nickname to have. And right. I also know that you're a champion of uh diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. And I'd love to get your perspective as a CEO um and as a fixer now and as a B uh to pollinate, <laughs> pollinate all of these things. Gosh, I've got to remember so much for this podcast now as we go through it. <laughs> but why from your perspective? is a diverse, inclusive, and equitable workplace, particularly where gender equality is concerned, a benefit for modern businesses and organizations everywhere. So this is something that's that I'm extremely passionate about. And one of the things that called me to this role in raising girls into future leaders, and we have a long way to go in this world on equity for women, especially for women of color, um, from a very young age, I I have felt very strongly about fairness and about people having a fair shot to make their mark on this world. To have, I think everybody should have the same chances at success. And I didn't see that as a child. And frankly, I still don't see it as an adult. And so that's what drives me in this work. But I know that personal passion isn't really enough to convince the rest of the world that we need to do things a little bit differently. So I've also studied the data. I'm a sociologist. I have my master's degree in sociology. And when you study the social trends, it has been proven over and over again that there are inequities in this world, especially around women and women of color. The pay gap is just one example. The new study that was just published probably 60 to 90 days ago Um, told us if we keep on the pace that we're at, it's going to take 130 years to close the pay gap here in America. And that's a ludicrous amount of time for being the year 2023. The fact that we're even still experiencing a pay gap is ludicrous. Um, And so we are working really hard to raise up our girls to use their voices for things that matter to them, to articulate what they're passionate about, to live their truth to their values, and work towards making all opportunities equal to everyone. And it's important for businesses because, again, studies have shown time after time that your products are better, your sales are better, your employees are happier and you retain them longer and you attract better employees when you have an equitable workplace. So it makes sense to the bottom line as much as it does to the core values of what's right. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. And what you say about fairness resonates, of course, because it goes beyond inclusion or diversity it's that equity piece which has been the important add-on to have that level platform for success giving people those opportunities uh where they are either whether they're undervalued or untapped talent resources uh, across the diversity spectrum and you're right the benefits uh, transcend 
just the money it's it's the the happiness index i think you were use the word happiness the attractiveness the retention all of these things which then of course boost the company now you 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 mentioned a little bit about what you're doing around that i'd like to go deeper into that if i may and you really are inspiring the next generation of women leaders into modern business technology community leadership roles whatever they're choosing so I, I'd like to know a little bit more about how you go about doing that at the Girl Scouts in Northeastern New York. And what are these young girls telling you as they look ahead? Well, I will say that it starts even before my role here. And I have been very blessed that opportunities have presented themselves to me. And I also believe that if you're intentional about what you want to do in the world, the opportunities will present themselves to you and it's up to you to grab a hold of them and make them count. So as a very young person, I thought I was going to go into law enforcement and I was going to be the protector of children. And um, I had a health issue that brought that reality to a grinding halt. And I had just applied for an internship at a nonprofit organization to uh, work with incarcerated youth. And I didn't get the internship. Somebody else got the slot they had in that program. Uh, but the organization said, well, well, we do have an internship working with abused children. And we'd like to help you get this program started where we train volunteers to speak up for them as part of a child abuse advocacy and conflict resolution agency. Um, by the time I turned 30, I was the CEO of that nonprofit organization. And I got trained in mediation, arbitration, and group facilitation to work work on conflict with everything from one-on-one to large groups of people experiencing conflict. And I fell in love with the opportunities that can be presented when you put a group of diverse thinkers in a room together, when you take opposing viewpoints and try to find common ground toward the future and create a path together, even though your end results collectively uh, might be different for each individual. What can we do as a group? And I bring that with me into Girl Scouting, where our model is to have our work be girl-led with the things that they're interested in, learning by doing, which everything we do is hands-on, and sampling as many possible experiences as we can. And we actually evaluate our success on how many different things did a girl try throughout the course of her engagement with our work Um, because we're helping them find themselves faster. Some of us have to wait till we're teenagers or, or adults to try lots and lots of new things. And by then we're pretty formed in our patterns. So by teaching girls, try everything, um, try outdoors, try STEM, try all these different life skills, try on different careers and see if it fits for you. Um, That really is the secret sauce to our success. And the more things a girl tries, the more confident she gets that it's okay to try something on that doesn't fit for you. Move on, right? It doesn't have to be an existential crisis if we're not good at something. That's okay. Now we know try something else. Um, And that's really what we're building. We're working them through fear of failure. We're getting them to embrace new opportunities and learn who they are as a person before they hit those formed patterns that they'll carry out for the rest of their lives. 
Wow, a few things resonate there, Brenda, particularly highlighting the importance of diversity of thinking and how that lens is changing a lot of organizations at the moment and who are or the more enlightened organizations who really understand the breadth of diversity in terms of race, sexuality, gender, all of those things go hand in hand with diversity of thinking and what that can do. Long gone are the days where we try to mold employees into what this business is all about we're now starting to welcome more that that difference because we need to find that edge uh, moving forward but what resonated strongly was the statement that you made about helping the girls find themselves faster by trying everything experimentation no fear of failure uh, i think that is absolutely fantastic and what do you see from the girls just as an added point on here when when they've done that what's the difference that the before and after if you like that they see and did they tell you anything about that you know the studies show that girls confidence drops by 30% by the time they hit middle school by the time they're in high school 50% of girls do not believe they have what it takes to do their dream jobs and that is just unacceptable and their their confidence continues to drop even further in STEM careers, where the the number of women represented in STEM fields is lower now than it was in the 90s. We're sliding backwards instead of making advances. So we know, you know, the control group is the rest of the world, what's happening with girls who don't engage with programs like ours. And we can see that the results are not where we'd like them to be. When girls come into Girl Scouting, they build that confidence before they even know that's what they're doing. And I'll tell you a story about Isabel. Isabel was one of our Girl Scouts. She's graduating from high school this year. She's been a Girl Scout since she was five years old. And her college acceptance essay was the basic keynote speech at our recent uh, event because we we have girls leading everything. They are our keynote speakers. They're our MCs. They facilitate our meetings. They're on our boards because we really are girl-led and giving them those opportunities in a supportive environment is key to building those skills. Well, her was her college acceptance essay that said, I never even thought of a career in the STEM fields until I started going to really fun programs with Linda. And Linda is one of our longtime employees who focuses on STEM. I learned how to make binary code bracelets that had my name on it in binary code. I making bracelets to swap with my friends. I learned to look at the stars and I didn't realize I was learning about astronomy. And over the years, I've built up all these skills that I started to notice the rest of my friends don't have. And I love them. And so now she's starting next week at the College of Nanoscale Science and Technology, which is a blossoming field in upstate New York. And she's been accepted into the program she no doubt she's on her path to do great things. It's just one example of many. How old is she? Uh, she is 17. Get off crikey. That is incredible, isn't it? That yes. uh, what what a what what shouting out the benefit looks like of getting involved in things like this. And to yes. try and well, wow, it's, it's a lot, but I'm going to try and put you on the spot here, Brenda, and and for those tuning in, what would your 
three to five key messages to young girls globally be in terms of building their confidence and life skills and to encourage them to be the best that they can be, like uh, you describe in uh, Isabel is embracing um, in their career, of course, but as well as just people? Sure. I mean, for me, my grandma was my role model. She was the most important thing to me. And she really gave me foundational advice that I share with every girl and every person that I meet about what it takes to overcome challenges, because there is nobody in this world that doesn't have challenges that they have to work really hard to overcome to reach their goals. That's part of the package. And the first thing I would say is to never let anyone take your personal power. No matter what your circumstances are, inside you have incredible personal power and use it for good and never give it away. That's first and foremost. I have a patch. Um, when I meet Girl Scouts, they can earn an I met the CEO patch, which is a really big deal in our field. And um, I had a girl uh, recently approach me and I gave her my patch and said, I'm a CEO of a Girl Scout Council. And she literally had tears in her eyes. She said, you're a real CEO. She had never met a female CEO, never met a CEO, but especially not a female CEO. And that's what she wants to be. And she was so taken aback by it, which made me pause for a minute because I just do this work. Yeah, sometimes how impactful it can be. Um, but holding on to that power, you can be anything you want to be if you keep your power and don't let anyone take it away. Um, on my patch, I have a lightning bolt for girl power. And when I talk to girls about their girl power, um, that is the thing that resonates the most with them that gets them really excited. Um, the second thing is try new things, even things you think you might not like, because the more things you try, the more you learn about yourself and you might be surprised what you find. And number three is that it doesn't matter who's listening to this. Um, I believe in you and you're going to have moments of doubt in your life. And if you ever wonder if anyone cares or if this is ever going to work out, even if we've never met my energy will find you in the universe and tell you somehow that I'm out here cheering for you when you think nobody else is. There is somebody out there who's rooting for your success because the more girls we have that take charge in this world, the better our world is going to be. So I'll be out here cheering for you as well. And so will I. I, I completely agree with everything that you said and advocate for it as a male ally in the workplace as well. Do a lot of work in this because it's still needed. It goes back to what you said right at the beginning is that we've still got a long way to go, but people like yourself, Brenda, making incredible progress like this, influencing young girls in the most positive way, even bringing tears to their eyes when they <laughs> when they come into contact with you as a, as a female CEO. That really is girl power. And, and I thought that had just come from the Spice Girls, but it is alive and well. I'm really glad to hear and the 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 other yeah the the other two things of course that trying new things and always being curious and belief uh others believe in you take that belief in yourself 
just so, so powerful and uh, such powerful messaging that we have to keep reinforcing for young girls, uh, for teenage girls, for, for young women going into the workplace to build that momentum. And I know that many tuning into this will want to continue the discussion with you and connect. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn. That's the best way. It's on Brenda Episcopo. And um, I welcome connections and I love to keep the conversation going We're with other people who are working to champion the best from our young people, not just girls, um, but young people in general to give them the best shot at making our world a better place. But Jeremy, before we go, I want to ask you a question. I'll put you on the spot a little bit here. Um, I've I've followed your work for a while, and and I know you have amazing guests on your show, and I knew you're doing great work in this space too, which is why I was really excited to partner with you today. Why are you so passionate about raising up girls to be future leaders? Um, there's a there's a couple of things actually. Um, my wife has always said to me, said as a manager and as a leader a trait that she's always seen is that that i've that i've always brought in it seems to her more women than men in certain roles in my businesses and that's because i'm looking for the best person for the job i'm not i'm not bringing any bias into it and it so happens and it's reinforced to me time and time again is like i'm seeing the magic of that gender diversity if you like but it's not really i don't see it like that it's not a thing for me anymore it's about these are just great business people so i have a great belief in that from from the very start but the other thing is that i do have a daughter um as well and i know how difficult it is to be a teenage girl um from her point of view and what she's been through the kind of anxieties that a lot of girls are going through but the the kind of lack of opportunity and excitement for let's just put it into business the careers in modern business and technology and what that means there's a lot of myths flying around oh i don't want to go into that or this because it's that or this and what it's like and helping her by putting her in touch with some of my network um talking to her and learning from her just gave me a, another different perspective and the third element of this is that i walk i walk the talk um I am a male, a noted male, male ally within the workplace, which is which advocates for for more gender equality, but also equality across a lot of the other diversity lenses. Yes. Um, and most importantly, I'm working with uh, another incredible lady, uh, Anna Samaya, and we've just started a social enterprise called Diverse IT Talent. Mm -hmm. So it's spelt diversity, but we just capitalize the IT. And that is all about bringing young people into understanding and getting more excited by modern business and technology careers, particularly focused on gender diversity. So, for example, we've just done um, a pilot, a couple of schools. These are 11 year olds and 15 year olds where we're teaching them agile thinking, design thinking. And our stipulation is for every group we work with, it has to be 50 50 in terms of gender split. That's the only sort of diversity element that we really stress. So. 
those things just build my passion. And talking to people like you, Brenda, CEOs who I absolutely look up to for what you're doing, how you're turning businesses around, but also your how you're inspiring the next generation, not just of girls, but of everybody. I mean, how can you not help but get pulled along with this, right? Right. Well, thank you. That's that's amazing. And isn't it inspiring when you talk to your daughter or the folks that are the young people that are coming into your classes and you start to see their thinking? I don't I don't know about you, but that just inspires me every day to keep moving because hearing it straight from them and seeing the transformation and knowing what they're going to do next in this world really keeps me going. So I guess I would leave that as the last piece of advice is if you haven't spent time with young people, you're missing out because they're incredible. Oh, I agree. And from working on those couple of pilots I mentioned, the the transformation into these amazing butterflies in that room when they went through it, we were, Anna and myself were blown away by what they did. We we set them a challenge around food poverty in the community. And they came up with some incredible ideas about how they can solve that from a school perspective and in their communities. I was amazed and I totally buy into what you said there. They, they, you know, they are amazing and we've got to give them a chance, right, Brenda? Absolutely. So how, and also, I mean, we've caught, of course, we've talked a lot about the Girl Scouts in Northeast New York. Um, yeah. Is there a website for that that people can go and take a look at? There is. Ours is girlscoutsneny.org. And we also have a Facebook page and we just started a TikTok account um, that is going to be girl-led with adult support. Um, because, again, we have to put the girls in the driver's seat at every possible opportunity. So... Um, they can follow us there as well. I love it. Empowerment right at the front of it there. That's great to hear. Brenda Episcopo, thank you so much for joining me. It's been so enlightening and insightful. Really enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really great to work with you. And I look forward to hearing more stories from your students' success. Thanks for tuning into the Rethink Leadership podcast with me, Jeremy Blade. Please like, comment and support us on your favorite platform and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch as well as listen to each episode.